Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 186 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, we're talking all things SI joint related, including the anatomy of the sacroiliac joint, why low back pain may actually be coming from your pelvis, and the role hypermobility plays in SI joint pain. Because when it comes to low backs, I hear so many different things. I tweaked my back. I threw my back out. My back went out. Whatever. But when you can understand the anatomy of the lower back and all of the joints that are also playing a part, that's going to help you make better choices about your next best steps. Because if it's muscular or it actually is the SI joint, your approach may be slightly different. And that's even something to consider, right? Did you even know that there are two joints at your pelvis that are not your hip joints that are part of the movement available in your lower back? You see, the hip joint is actually where your thigh bones meet your pelvis, where your femurs connect into the pelvis. And where your spine meets your pelvis is where those SI joints or sacroiliac joints actually are. There's two of them. Most of the time, we don't think about the SI joints unless there's pain, or if you ever had an injury or issue there, then you definitely know where the SI joints are. And for the most part, we don't have to because these joints don't allow for a ton of movement. They are not like shoulders or hips or even elbows. But if you already have some sort of joint laxity or hypermobility, whether it's genetic or maybe hormonally induced like during pregnancy, SI joint issues can be a real fun time. So let's talk about it. When it comes to your pelvis, there's actually even more parts. It's going to get more complicated, but just like buckle in and hang in here with me. So you have two halves of your pelvis and they are called ilia. They meet together at the front at your pubic bone. And the joint here is called your pubic symphysis. You may be familiar with it if during pregnancy you had an issue here. Uh, And then it's called the pubic symphysis. And it's very, very painful from what I understand. But in the back of the ilia, they don't touch like they do at the front at the pubic bone. In the back, there's a bone between them. It's a wedge-shaped bone called your sacrum. And you may be familiar with your sacrum because your tailbone is attached to that. So the point where your sacrum and your ilia, your two pelvic bones, meet is called the sacroiliac joint. It is designed to allow for some movement of the spine and lower body. And there are also muscles that attach here. So your gluteus maximus, one of the big booty muscles, attaches to the sacrum along the outside borders. You also have really deep spinal stabilizer muscles, one being the erector spinae and the other being the multifidus that also attach here. And just a fun fact about the multifidus that as I was preparing for this episode, I came across this and I was just like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. But dysfunction with the multifidus or multifidy plural is very strongly associated with low back pain. And this dysfunction can persist even after the pain has disappeared, which may be why low back pain is usually not a one-time occurrence. 
sort of like ankle sprains, right? You sprain your ankle once and then you sprain it like a million more times after. And those of you who have experienced low back pain, you may also be familiar with you heard it once and it's quote unquote, like never been the same again. And you always anticipate doing a certain movement that is going to set you back and put you back on the couch for a week while you wait it out. Is that just the joint? Maybe, but definitely this dysfunction in the soft tissues, which are absolutely things that we can work with and improve, may also be at play as well. And just like any joint, the SI joint has stability from ligaments and also muscles. And this stability can be there to stabilize the joint, but also to limit motion. Now, here's another fun fact about the SI joint. It is a synovial joint. And if you're like, where have I heard that before? Well, your knees, your ankles, your hips, your shoulders, those are all synovial joints, meaning they have kind of like a joint capsule or like a really strong fibrous, the kind of like bag around them filled with synovial fluid. So synovial fluid helps to keep the joint uh, lubricated. It helps to bathe the cartilage that's there uh, with the nutrients it needs to stay healthy. And the SI joint is unique because the whole thing is not a synovial joint. A part of that joint where the sacrum and ilium meet is a synovial joint with the, you know, synovial sac and the fluid and all of that. But the other part of it is supported by ligaments and also the shape of the joint changes. This happens in other joints throughout your body as you develop and start moving and walking and all of those things too. Uh, But with the sacrum and with the SI joint, when you are young, early in life, the joint itself is relatively flat and it allows for more of a gliding motion in all directions. And then in your 20s and 30s, the SI joint surface starts to lose that flat surface, which actually helps to improve the stability of the joint by limiting the movement. So you are physically not as flexible as you used to be. And it's not just your soft tissues, but the actual shape of your bones changing, which I think is just so fascinating, right? That the human body is always adapting to the inputs that we put into it. And that even something like your SI joints over time are changing. Now, if I were like a cultural anthropologist or something, this would be another way to date or age any bones that you find. But for our purposes here, that's just a body nerd fact where you're just like, oh, wow, that is so cool. Like nature is so cool. <laughs> yeah, if you're like nodding along with me, you, you're a nerd too. It's okay. We're, we're, we're in a safe place together. <laughs> so you might be wondering, what exactly does the SI joint do? So the purpose of the SI joint is to help transfer weight and force between the upper body and your legs, because one of the only places your spine really connects with the rest of your lower body is at the sacrum and the ilia. So think of that, the whole upper body from a structural standpoint, from a skeletal standpoint, is only anchored at these teeny tiny SI joints. They're really not big in the grand scheme of things, which makes low back stability and core strength stability in neutral even that much more important but we will talk about that so the si joint is an essential component for that energy transfer between the legs and the torso and there is a small amount of movement that we do want to have here and i'm talking about like two to four millimeters of movement of the sacrum in relationship to the pelvis and this primarily happens when you squat, which is why squats are an important part of your just overall movement, nutrition, daily movement type of thing. Um, this is also why uh, products like the Squatty Potty, 
that kind of stool you can put at your toilet to improve your joint mechanics and help the pelvic floor relax. Why that exists? Because that position, again, allows the sacrum to move and then allows the pelvic floor and some of those other sphincters to relax. So that's not a lie, right? The squatty potty is legitimate. I love mine. (laughs) And if you're like, what's a squatty potty? Google it. It will change your life. Now, SI joints in general are more flexible in people who have uteruses, and that's just to allow for birth. Again, nature, it sets us up. And maybe this is like totally off the cuff hypothesis that changing of the sacrum and that SI joint in later stages of life to be more stable may also be, and this happens both you know across all humans, but that extra stability is going to help with childbirth where during pregnancy, you have a ton of hormones, relaxin is one of them, that actually relaxes all of the joints of your body, including the SI joint to allow for birth to happen. But if there was already that unstable pelvis just from shape, or I guess a more lax or like more movement allowed pelvis, then maybe that's also another reason. I'm literally just like, these these thoughts are just coming to me as I'm standing here talking to you. But there's always, you know, evolutionary a reason for everything. And maybe that's it. Because I don't want you to be like, oh, well, my SI joint is no longer as flat. Of course, my low back is going to be stiff and, you know, hurt all the time. That's not the point of it. There's a purpose to it. And I'm not an anthropologist. I'm just here to help you move better and feel better. But just food for thought. Now, the big question is what causes SI joint pain? Because pain from sacroiliac joint dysfunction or SJD, that's like the the technical term. It can actually be felt anywhere in the lower back, into your buttocks, down into your legs. And this is because the nerve supply to the SI joint, which actually varies between individuals, it's coming from a lot of different places. So that's why sacroiliac pain can mimic other conditions like herniated discs or hip problems. And remember, this is a joint that should have some movement, so not a ton. And risk factors when it comes to SI joint pain include age, arthritis, if you have a history of spine surgery, pregnancy, trauma, right? Things that are going to disrupt that inherent stability within your lower back and core and SI joint just on its own. And actually, among pain physicians, SI joint pain is acknowledged to be one of the most challenging problems that they have to deal with. And I think it's because of all of these factors, right, of which nerves are coming here. The fact that it is such a critical joint for transferring force between your upper body and your lower body. It's really the only connection of your spine to the lower half of your body. It's an important joint that needs to be stable, but also mobile and elastic enough for you to do all the other movements that you need to do. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. 
And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So what actually causes this dysfunction at the SI joint? Of course, injuries, right? Or trauma. SI joint sprains are rare unless you have hypermobility. Hello, my friends, you are in the right place. Because if your joints don't have their own inherent stability, it becomes even more important to work on stabilizing the joint by relying on the surrounding soft tissues. So I (laughs) like, hello, my name is Alex, and I have sprained my own SI joint. So when I read that like SI joint sprains were rare, I was like, (laughs) all of us who are hyperflexible, hypermobile, you're like, no, it's not. I literally was able to do it for myself. And I remember I was laying on my back doing a stretch with the leg across the body felt amazing. And I was like, I feel like I could just crack my back a little bit. And so I pushed myself into the stretch a little bit deeper. And actually teaching is one of the most easy ways to injure yourself because you're not actually listening to your body. You are talking and paying attention to what's going on while you are also demoing. And I just felt this little like, like like a tweak. That's all I can describe it as. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. Uh, And it was very uncomfortable for a very long time. So in addition to these quote unquote rare SI joint sprains, any repetitive twisting movements, falls, collisions, again, pregnancy, not only because of the weight in their center of mass changing from carrying a growing baby, but also just childbirth in general. And like I mentioned, that hormone induced ligamental laxity, aka relaxin, softening everything up. And of course, you'll probably hear something about degeneration or inflammation. And I mention these because again, like per usual, while the pain might be felt in a single place, it's all connected. So our approach to getting out of pain should take that all into consideration. Yes, your SI joint may hurt. Yes, your lower back may hurt. But what are all the pieces that are playing a part here? And if you guess posture, you you would be correct, right? What can we actually do for SI joint pain? Well, let's get you in a better stacked position that allows your core, your hips, your pelvic floor, your lower back to stabilize you in the way that they were designed. Now, remember when we talked about the multifidus earlier today? So this is a deep spine stabilizer that engages before you move. So when you think, I'm going to stand up, the multifity is already contracting to help kind of, I don't know why I'm doing sound effects today. It's the day for sound effects. But the multifity will actually, you know, contract and engage and be ready for movement in a perfect scenario. Uh, But when you have a history of SI joint dysfunction or lower back pain, and the multifity has learned from the brain, it hurts when I move, so I'm just not going to use that stability. Now I'm missing that deep spinal stability, your body will also make up for it by tightening up soft tissues like the tendon within the lower back, the thoracolumbar fascia. So now your lower back is super tight. The muscles that are creating that stability are no longer there. Well, I mean, they're there, but they're like out on vacation. And it's no wonder that your likelihood of injuring your back is so much higher because there's this interruption in communication. So part of your approach for what to do for SI joint pain is to reteach your deep low back muscles and your pelvic floor muscles, really like your whole core, how to stabilize yourself in neutral. 
So making sure you know how to breathe into these so that we have the relaxation and the elasticity of the muscles, right? We don't want them just to be super strong and rigid. We also want them to be able to relax. So knowing how to breathe into them for that relaxation and then also recruit them for stability is going to be the key. And I know I say that in like 140 characters. It's so simple. That is something I work on every day. (laughs) Honestly, every day, making sure that my posture is in check, that I'm stacked so that my body can work in the way it was designed and then addressing any, you know, sleepiness in the muscles or dysfunction or overuse or underuse that may be contributing to my pain. And it's the same for you. How can I get into my best posture and what's keeping me from getting into my best posture? Let me strengthen where I need better endurance and strength and then also roll where I feel tension that's preventing that. And you know I'm gonna say it because I honestly feel like I share this video every single episode because it is just, again, foundational. And that's a neutral spine exercise. So that's gonna be linked in the description for you. It's on my YouTube channel. You can also go on over to aewellness.com slash podcast and get that whole video exercise on stabilizing your spine in neutral, engaging your pelvic floor, getting everybody on the same page so that they can better support you. I'll also link another exercise that I really love called follow the leader, which is again going to tie in core, pelvic floor, and the hips, shoulders, everything into stabilizing through your mid-center, midsection, mid-center, you know what I mean, while you're moving, right? Because being stable is one thing, but what about when I get up to move, when I go to vacuum or Swiffer or walk the dog or pick up my kid, I also want to have that stability there. And so that is a dynamic exercise that will help you with that. As far as mobilizations with therapy balls, again, I'm going to link two for you, the hip flexor and quad therapy ball stretch. So making sure that your hip flexors and your quads are not so tight that they're pulling you into a less than ideal position to then get your core in neutral. And then also another favorite, the hamstring massage. So any one of these, of course, is going to be helpful. If you want a more full body approach, it's really strategic and how it's thought out. Definitely check out the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. So that has four weeks of exercises that cover upper body, lower body, core, shoulders, feet, everything. And if you want something even more specific and more custom tailored to you, then let's chat about doing a mobility assessment where I can actually see you move and then create a program for you from that. So I want to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. What was the thing that made you go, wow, for me, I'm going to share it again. It's about the multifidus and its relationship to the pelvic floor and how dysfunction there could be one of the reasons why low back pain recurring is so common. So take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, drop me a line. You can, again, find me on Instagram at Hala Framala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can also call the Body Nerd Hotline and leave me a voicemail with your question. It's 818-396-6501. There is a question in there. I'm going to add it to my queue. It's going to require some emerging research. So stay tuned. I am listening. It will be here. Don't you worry. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, downloads, everything I mentioned in today's podcast, all those video resources as well, and the Mobility Mastery Toolkit and information on the mobility assessment will be available for you right now over at aewellness.com slash podcast. 
And thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Thank you for leaving a review, maybe again with a favorite thing that you learned or a question you have. Like, I really wish there was an episode on this, but I love this episode. Like all of that is appreciated. It actually does make a difference. So even if you're like, how could it really matter? It does. And I appreciate you. Or just share today's episode with somebody who struggles with SI joint dysfunction or pain and low back pain and needs some more information. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, strengthening and stabilizing our SI joints and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.